Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's Andy Brownell with News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And I am joined from far, far away by Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. I am perched at the kitchen counter looking out at the most beautiful turquoise-colored blue water that I've ever seen in my life in the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, we are in Turks and Caicos, and it is amazing. Never been here before, but we'll definitely be back. Wow. So my geography is right. That's near the Dominican Republic? Yes, near the Dominican, near Haiti. Um, so I think we're like a thousand miles south of Miami, a thousand oh, wow. miles, something like that. Yeah, it's it's absolutely beautiful. Oh my gosh. It's warm it's here, so but it's kind of gloomy, so good for you. <laughs> I've learned, I've learned, well, today is the last day, so we fly out of here at 2.30 this afternoon. Um, but it's been a really nice week. We came Monday, and, you know, that's that's about as long as I can be away from work and my parents and life in general. But I have worked quite a bit from here this week, and I have to tell you, if you're going to work remotely, I'd highly recommend Turks and Caicos. It's, <laughs> it's a nice place to be working remotely, no doubt about it. So they even stopped and visited a Remax office here on the island. They have a Remax office. They have a Remax office. We have Remax everywhere. I guess so. Yes, it's it's small, but um, they sell some pretty darn expensive places. I'll give you a, a few of the um, available listings just in case you're interested. Okay. Okay. Uh, one bed, one bath bungalow. They call it a house, but one bath, one bed, one bath, and one thousand twenty-six square feet on the beach. One million twenty-five U.S. dollars. The key was on the beach. One million twenty-five thousand. Yeah. Yep. And then there's a little one bath studio apartment, no bedroom, just a bath and a living room and kitchen all in one. And that one's 484 square feet and it can be yours for just a mere 387,500. 400 square feet. Four, almost 500. 400 almost 500. <laughs> then if you wow. want an apartment, uh, an apartment, they call them, we call them condos, they call them apartments. But if you want a two bedroom, two bath apartment that overlooks the ocean, 1,800 square feet, 1,495,000. Well, you know. Getting getting better. You're paying for paradise. So these are the two that caught my eye because um, we're staying in a private residence and I was trying to figure out you know how much this would be it's it's very nice and it's on the beach and it has a pool and four bedrooms five baths big i mean it's it's a nice house but i was just curious what it would be so i looked up four bedroom four bath houses and i found a cheap one four beds four bath but not on the ocean close not too far but three million four hundred ninety five thousand and then I found another one that has just a little less square footage than this one. I think the one we're in has 2,600 square foot. And the one that I found, uh, four bed, four bath, 2,400 square feet on the ocean, $10 million. Wow. I'm going to tell you, the house that we're staying in is nice. <laughs> but in the U.S., it would not be anywhere near $10 million. But I imagine 
those are pretty small islands, so there's, there can't be a lot of you know homes no, no, available. No, there are not. There are not. I think, um, well, what he had for his listings, I'm sure there's other real estate companies as well, but he had like on all of the islands, so Turks and Caicos is several, it's like several islands. We're on Provinciales, and then there's Grand Turks, there's East Caicos and West Caicos. Those smaller ones, very few people live on those. And so the, the tourists are mostly here. This is where the airport is. And well, there's an airport on Grand Turks as well, but um, this is where a lot of people come. We saw a boat in the harbor yesterday and we looked it up and the guy who owns it owns like this whole big subdivision right here on the ocean. So he must've been a land developer, a very smart land developer. And he has this um, big old, Ship. I don't know. It's his yacht in the harbor, and we looked it up, and it was two hundred and fifty million or some. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's ridiculous, it's <laughs> ridiculous. And they they said they um, he like VRBOs it for um, what did they say? Quarter of a million a week. He VRBOs it, so people rent it out with the with a crew for a quarter of a million for a week. That's Powerball type of money. Uh, yeah. Or really smart developer in Turks really and Caicos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, apparently this island hasn't been around. I mean, the island's been here forever, but like it didn't become a tourist place until uh, Club Med opened in 1983. That oh, was okay. the first resort here. And so that's really only 40 years ago. And so it's relatively new. And I guess what what I'm thinking is it's the closest to being in the US as far as like restaurants and food and grocery stores, except for the prices, oh my gosh. Do you know that a gallon of gas here is $7.07? And I'm sure they have to ship everything there. Right, gallon of milk, $9. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's a pricey place. I feel bad for the people who live here because I don't know how they afford it. I mean, it's a really pricey place to live. That's um, That's a British territory yeah. i think yeah. yeah yeah it is you're right yeah so this is what i say great place to visit but i wouldn't want to live here <laughs> <laughs> well if i could afford to live there maybe i would like to live uh, there. I, don't I don't know i would get island fever for sure it's funny we asked we were on a um chartered boat yesterday and i asked the boat captain she's a young gal 38 years old the only woman boat captain in turks and caicos and she was telling me about her apartment because i was asking her of course i'm always interested in real estate and she said she lives in a very tiny apartment that she rents and she pays 1800 a month and then another 400 a month for her electricity bill oh wow twenty two hundred dollars a month for just rent and electricity for a well, tiny, tiny a bedroom, a tiny one-bedroom apartment. Well, hopefully they pay her well as a captain. Yeah, she's the only woman captain in the whole Turks and Caicos, and she's been doing it. She's only 38 years old, and she's been at it for 20 years. So she's been captaining a boat for since she's 18 years old. So curiosity question. If you fly down there, do you have to do a puddle jumper, or do you fly right to the airport in a jet? No, in this, in this, this, on this island, in a jet. Yeah, oh, wow. okay. we came right to the airport. Yeah, nice. when you're flying, when you're flying over it, and you look at you look at it, you're thinking, "Oh boy, I hope you're good at what you do." <laughs> <laughs> but we, we got here just safe and sound. Yeah, I, I mean, I've always I've been wanting to come for a long time, and and definitely I'll come back. It's beautiful. And there's something you know the, when you're in that part of the world, the 
there's the sand or something makes the ocean look just so like paradise. Oh, yeah. It's the white sand below the water is what it is. And yeah. the sun's shining down on it. Yeah, it is absolutely gorgeous. But anyway, I have been checking back with my team to see what's going on at home this week. And um, just like I predicted, things are getting crazy busy. Um, you know, there's the oldest rule in real estate, and that is go on vacation and <laughs> all hell will break loose. But the other part of it is I knew after the Labor Day holiday, things were going to start picking up again. And certainly that is what's happening. You did predict it. Well, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about what's happening with Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Before Bamboo are. <laughs> feel like crying just thinking about Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. We're chatting with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results from Paradise. <laughs> I'm jealous. but uh... For a few more hours and then it's <laughs> off to the airport and back home to reality. So you mentioned things are starting to heat up in the Rochester area real estate market. Yes, um, I've had quite a few calls while I was here this week. I have some new listings coming on the market, of course, because of the MLS rules. I can't talk about the details, but by next week, I'll be able to tell oh, what they are. Okay. But yeah, we've got some nice new listings coming on, including um, some new lots for uh, in a development. So some, some exciting stuff. And then um, we've had we received offers on three of our listings while we've been here. So thank goodness we have an amazing team at home who can just seamlessly handle it. So things are, um, yeah, picking up just like I predicted they would, and I think that's what we're going to see um, for the rest of September and October, and I'm going to guess even into November that we'll stay pretty steadily busy before we have a natural slowdown for the holidays. So it's definitely a great time to get out there and buy a house because there's more inventory to choose from, and it's also a fabulous time to get your house on the market. So don't hesitate. Do not, whatever you think, do not feel like you've missed the season or missed the market because that is absolutely not the case. In the, the fall season, uh, do the colors, can it help, you know, stage yeah. a house? Well, especially places that have, you know, the wooded lots. Like I have a couple of listings that have a couple of acres of woods. And I will definitely, if they're not sold when the leaves turn, I will definitely get new photos and put them out there because who isn't enticed by that? I mean, right. it's so gorgeous. So gorgeous. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. Even though I'm sitting here looking at this perfect scenery. There is no place like Minnesota to live. I mean, our prices are still so reasonable. I mean, come on, guys. $1,025,000 for a one-bed, <laughs> one-bath bungalow with 1,000 square feet. Sandy Beach or not, that is not much for your money. I mean, hey. you can still buy a crazy amount of house for a million dollars in Minnesota. Yeah, and there's a price to pay for paradise, right? You're That's in the darn Hurricane story. Alley, you've got... Yeah, it's coming. This We're here right before the hurricane season, apparently. So it sounds like next week, right after we leave, there's going to be a tropical storm. So I'll just be home in the Minnesota <laughs> fall. Perfect weather. It'll be good. Looking forward to that. Well, fantastic. I'm interested to, well, have you seen anything as far as 
you know, the, the prices are locally are things, I, I guess I, what I'm asking, are we still in that normal kind of steady kind oh, of balanced market phase? Oh, definitely. I mean, if you're asking me, have things started to drop below market value? Absolutely not. Things are still selling at market value. They're getting top dollar. The only time we're seeing price reductions or houses being bought for less than ask is when the things were simply overpriced. And they were overpriced for a very valid reason. It's because they were using comps from the past six months. And in the past six months, flight uh, prices were still really grossly inflated. So people were getting over market value. We're simply not now. Houses are selling for what they're worth. They're no lo- you're no longer paying over the value of the property. There's I no more I- there's no more writing in that my buyer will pay the difference between the appraised price and the sale price. You know, there's none of that because houses are going to appraise for what they sell for now because they're selling for market value. I think I saw a headline this week that was Oh, goodness. I wanted to say existing home sales were down. This is nationally, of course. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like 5%. But that was compared to a year ago. Well, yeah, come on. You're right. I thought, wow, that's not bad at all when <laughs> I thought about it. That means we're going 90 miles an hour instead of 100. <laughs> yeah, that's that's 5% down from a year ago is nothing. Yeah, and, and I think pending sales were down like 1% from a yeah. year ago once again. So right, it's, right. It's not a, it's not a, a market downturn or anything like that, or crash or whatever you want to describe it as. No, it's a very healthy market. Healthy market. Don't miss it, guys. Honestly. Yes, and uh, my daughter is finally. Well, actually, has it was yesterday. It's now oh, a homeowner. Oh, hers. Oh, so yay! Now a homeowner. Yep. Yay! I'm so happy. I'm so happy that Remax results all the way up in Duluth was able to yes. help her. That's awesome. That is the best part about belonging to such a large company. I mean, we have such a huge presence in Minnesota and Wisconsin that no matter who I have moving to whichever neighborhood, whichever one of those towns or cities, I have somebody there that is an expert realtor, which is great. And that's just within my company and within my my brokerage, Remax Results, okay? So then if I think about my brand, Remax, then I can find you a real estate agent right here in Turks and Caicos. I just met one. I mean, anywhere you want to go, there is a Remax agent that I actually know and I know that they're very successful and I attend a lot of meetings with them and do a lot of online masterminding with them. So I, I have really competent connections to great realtors, you know, or I should say really good connections to competent realtors all over the country and world. Well, it went down exactly as you described when you have talked about this previously, when my daughter decided to buy a house and she was stuck with a quandary of, well, where do I go to to find a realtor? And I said, I have somebody I can talk to. (laughs) (laughs) I have connections. (laughs) So So I reached out to you and right away you pointed her in a direction and yeah, so thank you. Yes, I'm so happy Brock was able to help her because he's amazing. He does a fabulous job. Yep. Well, why don't we take a quick break and we come, we'll right. come back in just a few seconds and talk more with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. 
be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Work, the kids' practices, household errands, seems like... Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We are back with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results on this Saturday morning and... Oh, I, I hate to even bring this topic up just because it's a reminder that the snow will be flying sooner than I would like, at least where I'm at, not where you're at right now. I was, I was going to say, <laughs> uh, it's hard for me to even really wrap my head around snow flying right now. Yeah, well, it's still, even here, it's still hard to grasp that we're eh, eight weeks away from, you know, potential snowfall or even earlier, but... What I'm getting at is the topic I'm bringing up is is it what getting our homes ready to weather the winter because change of the season yeah you've mentioned so many times that um, the condition of your home is such a huge deal when it's time to put it on the market and it's these little things we can do every single year that make such a huge difference right exactly and so well first of all you know there are some things like. Get your gutters cleaned out because, I mean, not quite yet, but after the leaves are done falling, get your gutters cleaned out. Because if you don't get your gutters cleaned out, what happens is all those leaves freeze solid in there. And then when the heavy rains come in the spring, the gutters are useless because they're full of frozen um, dirt and leaves. So it's simple things. So if you're listening, make a list, okay? Make sure that before you go into the dead of winter, your gutters are cleaned out. Another thing is check your batteries and your thermostats because with these these electronic thermostats, if your battery goes dead, your thermostat doesn't work, and therefore your furnace won't run. If that happens right now, no big deal. If right now you've got your air on and it quits, you're not going to... You know, it's, you're going to notice it, but it's not going to be like, oh, my God, I got to have the air. And certainly once it starts to get cool and the furnace kicks in. But when we get to the dead of winter, if all of a sudden your furnace stops because your battery died, you're going to notice it. And worse yet, <laughs> if you're away at work or worse yet, out of town trying to escape. I'm going to check out Turks and Caicos after I sold it so hard this morning. But anyway, wherever you are, if your battery dies and your furnace stops, it can be disastrous because clearly your pipes will freeze. And if you've ever been there, not a fun place to be. I know somebody that has happened, that happened to them. They were on vacation and everything was frozen and it was, oh my gosh, what a mess. Disaster. Just a disaster. So, So that's a good one. And then I always tell people, well... I don't know, different people have different philosophies about when you should change the batteries in your smoke detectors. But Scott and I, because we both have fall birthdays, we always say, okay, let's, you know, between your birthday and my birthday, let's change all the birthdays, or all the birthdays, all the (laughs) batteries in the smoke detectors. So it's something that you want to make sure you do and keep those working because, again, if there were a fire, you'd, you know, people start doing fires in the fireplaces, fall time, people start to light candles because they like the smell of it or the you know ambiance 
just make sure that your smoke detectors are working so in case of a fire, uh, I think I've told this story before on here, but we had that happen once when we were living at the RBC house. We had had a big open house and lit all of our candles. Well, one of them didn't get blown out and it was on the top of the piano. And when we were sleeping at night, the piano caught on fire and oh, no. we woke up in the middle of the night to the fire, the smoke alarm, thank God. And we looked down the hall and saw all we could see is orange blaze. Oh, my God. It was so scary. So it was just a disaster. So I don't use candles in my house anymore, uh, except for on a rare occasion if they're in a glass jar. But um, normally I just buy those little battery flickery yep. ones, and they, they're just fine for me. They do the part. They do the trick. You know, I'm so, with you. That's been a change yeah. over the last few years that those have improved greatly in the way they look. Yes. Yes. They look really awesome. In my my own dad said, "Oh, blow that candle out!" I said, "Oh, dad, that's just a battery. That's not a candle." <laughs> he, he couldn't. He couldn't believe it. But, but firefighters anyway. will tell you that the candles, especially if they're, you know, people like to put them in their window sills. Yes. And then they're next to drapes or curtains, and yeah. it, there's a disaster waiting to happen. Well. It, Ours was completely my fault. Sometimes they make these little candles that look decorative, and it looked like Christmas packages, and it was in this little, like, uh, Santa sleigh and horses on top of the piano, and it wasn't one that was meant to be lit, but I asked a couple of the boys, go around the house and light all the candles. So they did exactly what I said, and that yes. was just a candle that I didn't didn't expect to be lit, and it started to burn down inside the candle, but remained burning, and so when it finally, the hot wax dripped, and then eventually the hot wick fell out, and yeah, anyway. Was well, thank goodness the the smoke detectors worked. It did, and the fire department was quick, and it wasn't, all we did was, um, basically, it didn't even ruin the piano. They had to redo the top of it, so, I mean, oh. it was it was all good. We, we, but the other one is we, the carbon monoxide detectors. That carbon monoxide detectors. Oh, and this one isn't so life-threatening, but... Don't forget to take your hoses off because oh, once yeah. you leave those hoses <laughs> attached to the house and we get a solid freeze, you're going to be sorry. So a lot of times, you know, people who are first-time homeowners, these things seem so easy and so logical and they seem like, well, of course, everybody knows that. But believe me, my first winter in my house, I had no idea I had to take the hose off. And my dad came over and it was, I don't know, November, and he's like, why is that hose on? I'm like, what do you mean? I haven't taken it off. And he's like, oh, you got to take that off. And thank God for us, for whatever reason, it was kind of under the deck or protected, so it never froze hard. It oh. didn't cause any damage. So we lucked out, but that's not the case for everybody. And yeah, we've had never, it. You've had it happen. <laughs> yeah, we had the hose disconnected, and then for some reason... I think a car got washed or something that oh, was okay. hooked back up again, and the person who washed the car never undid it. Unhooked and of it. course, <laughs> the next spring we discovered what damage that can do. Not, not to throw you under the bus or anything, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't well, whoever say that. did it, whoever may have done it. <laughs> oh, brother! Well, thank goodness anyway. it was in the utility room, so the damage was yeah. minimal, but yeah. still, it was yeah. a mess. 
Yeah, so there's just a lot of maintenance. And, you know, because we do live in Minnesota and we have the change in seasons, the home maintenance is so important because, you know, a lot of times people think that they have maintenance-free siding. Well, in Minnesota, that's questionable. You know, you still want to make sure your caulk is intact and water's not going where it's supposed to because after a hard winter's freeze and then a rapid thaw, you just don't want water water going where it's supposed to. You want to make sure it's being diverted to where it's supposed to go. Yeah, because this fall, we're going to see a lot of rain. It always happens. Oh, yes, absolutely. So hopefully, um, you know, if you if you are new to being a homeowner or if you have some minor maintenance issues that need to be addressed before winter i know it can be hard to find people to do that we happen to have a maintenance guy that works with us uh, exclusively and definitely if you're looking for somebody call us up because he's more than likely willing to um, take on some jobs and so if you need some help getting prepared for that winter that's coming up right around the corner let us know if we can help you there again more full service from the gwaltney group we try we try well robin you enjoy your last few hours in paradise or you, yeah, or you so have to return to, to the, 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 ride just, home. the oh. harsh realities of minnesota no it You've actually missed some very, very nice weather in Minnesota. I have heard. Yes, I have heard. I've gotten text messages from friends saying they were in their pools. And I was, I mean, of course, happy. (laughs) The longer the weather stays nice at home, the better it is for all of us. There you go. But while you're on vacation, you're still available. But your team is also available. So, right? Absolutely. How How do we do that? until you're back or how do you want to handle that absolutely well i've been answering my phone all week now today it'll be tough because i'll be on the airplane but you can reach out to anyone on the gwaltney group and um our website is gwaltneygroup.com and that's g-w-a-l-t-n-e-y-g-r-o-u-p.com and there will be a whole crew of people willing and ready to help and then i'm back tomorrow Okay, so if you want to call tomorrow, what number should I call? Absolutely, 507-259-4926. All right. Well, I won't keep you any longer. Enjoy the last few hours of uh, your vacation, and thanks so much, Robin. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Robin. By Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on Newstock 1340, KROC AM, and 96.9 FM. This is News.